Swatch of Horrors. Can I just get your senses? Get your senses. I'm looking for a new repeat for revolution. So, I'm excited about this collab because I was a guest on their podcast and it was called, or it was, it still is, it's called <laughs> Homo in Training. Today I have with me Jay Daye and Leslie, the hosts of Hormone Training. So welcome to Swatch of Horrors. Hi. Hola. Thanks for having us, Memes. Bienvenido. Yeah, this yeah. has been a long time coming, I feel like. We're so excited because we had so much fun recording with you, talking for a whole hour that I am so ready for this episode. Yeah, so if you haven't checked it out, go to Hormone Training and listen to what even is beauty? That's the episode that I was featured on. So we had a great fun conversation about everything beauty. So take a listen. And also, I just want to touch uh, and introduce, and I quote, uh, you two are two queer Latinx millennials. So tell me a little bit about yourselves. I know your besties and roommates and co-hosts, but tell me a little bit about like, what is homo in training? Besties is a stretch. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, well, hormone training is about uh, our experiences in life and like what we learn from them. So we have a lot of insightful conversations over music, TV shows, our life, beauty, science, and we just have fun, but also like get deep, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I am uh, 20-ish <laughs> Virgo for you astrology people out there. Yes. I am similar to Beyonce. Yes, she's a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. You can never. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And I moved to California a few years ago, and I've been living life, and I brought my best friend here. Dragged her here, actually. Yeah, dragged me by my boots, Um, my Midwest boots. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Leslie, and I second uh, what Jay said about our podcast. And it's also an outlet for us to be able to then later reflect and say like, oh, you know, we did say this out loud on a podcast, like we should probably communicate better. Like, oh, yeah. yes, we should probably, <laughs> we, yeah. it's out in the internet. Um, but I am also a 28-ish-er. Uh, <laughs> and my, like I said, my name is Leslie. I am 100% Mexicana. And I moved here not that long ago, uh, like a year and a half ago. So Jay came here, tested the waters, and then he's like, it's safe. Come over here. And so I did. And then Uh, the pandemic. And then the (laughs) pandemic happened. Um, I am part of the queer community, too. Um, And yeah, I mean, I've been having a good time just trying to figure out what my life is. Um, And California has been treating me well. um, And I'm glad that we're able to do this podcast and of course be able to collaborate like with you memes um because i don't think it would have happened if um i was still in the midwest i don't know right so yeah that's uh that's that's a wrap what i like about your podcast is you do like three segments like one you do like an entertainment review thoughtful moment and science so Mm -hmm. if you're you know i like it because it's so many different subjects and it's not just about one thing and I think my favorite ones are the 
um, thoughtful moments in particular. <laughs> I really like the one about boundaries and mm. remind me what is it boundaries in communication? communication and communication yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and then i really liked your platonic love one which is a few episodes back because you guys kind of get into your friendship and kind of the different layers of it and how you both have just evolved and really just grown and i really like that because it's like something i can apply to like my own relationships and mm. everything like that so it's really really nice to listen to so Thank oh, you. that's good to hear. Thank you. Because honestly, every episode is made with love. Because <laughs> they're kind of based off of like, we would send audio chats to each other and we would like listening to it and be like, oh shit, did I say that? Mm-hmm. And for us to re-listen to these episodes, it's kind of uh, our way of like, oh shit, like, yeah, you're right. And reaffirming what we've already said, because yeah, we say it, but it doesn't mean that it's easy to practice. Mm-hmm. Like we have to constantly be reminded about these things because you know like the platonic love one is really good because we talk about how we find love everywhere and it's not just like putting all of our expectations on a partner it's like i have love from my mom from leslie from uh even like a lover but it's not like my lover is my be all end all type of source of living yeah that makes sense yeah you need to separate it out like a charcuterie board Yes, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're so glad to hear that you uh, received those two episodes well. I would say my, the platonic love was one that I really enjoyed uh, making. So, yeah, thanks for the feedback. It was her yeah. idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So before we get into, because J-Day has a beauty horror story that involves Leslie. <laughs> you <so> believe. Be- <laughs> and we're going to get into, like, what he learned from that and going to get both sides of the story here but before (laughs) that there's a few things like I wanted to mention so I am half Mexican half Vietnamese so a lot of this talk about there's every all the stuff with the Atlanta shooting at the Mm -hmm. massage facility with the Asian workers and Mm -hmm. it's hard for me because I see every company posting their statement kind of like what they did for Black Lives Matter which I'm totally for but then it becomes this kind of like I literally have not read a single statement from a company because I want to tune it out like to me it's like what does it really mean though they're just Mm -hmm. putting out these statements because everyone else is and it just kind of doesn't sit well with me but it also doesn't sit well with me to not say anything so I'm kind of feeling like I'm caught in between of the don't want to be performative but I also want to speak on it and and express like how I feel about it and I think, too, it's like with being part Asian and growing up in a time where, for example, if you were to listen, watch a movie from our childhood, there might Mm. be like some problematic statements that people do and say and maybe Mm -hmm. some different tones of racism that tried to be passed off as comedy. And Mm -hmm. it just doesn't feel okay nowadays. So growing Mm -hmm. up, it was like I was bullied for looking more Asian. Mm. I was called all sorts of things like dog eater and Mm. um, just just like people mocking, like pretending that they're speaking some kind of Asian language. And it was just something I was bullied on like for a long time. And it's just, I almost feel like it's sometimes ingrained in our culture. Like I said, in some movies and depictions of Asians in media and the shooting, obviously it's a big problem because, you know, he's a white male shoots mm-hmm. up yeah. an Asian facility. He He's has, a terrorist. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But then you have a white spokesperson who's basically sounding really sympathetic 
towards mm-hmm. the guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's blaming it on a sex addiction when really it's mm-hmm. a misogynistic For terror sure. threat against women and Asian women in particular. It's like mm-hmm. the fetish, fetishizing, ugh, I can't even say it, fetishizing of Asian women is in itself problematic too. And it just feels like, like, how do you address something and speak on it without feeling performative? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. how, how do you guys go about like sorting through this? Yeah, I like that we're going to touch on this. I also find myself at that, you know, intersection because I am all about, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and mm-hmm. everyone, you know, every and um, every this these fights that are going on, these movements, they're everyone's fights, mm-hmm. right? So all our brothers and sisters of color, um all the women, and I think it's particularly difficult because you know March is International Women's uh, Month. Um, and as we've known, um, the hate crimes within the last year have gone up, specifically with Asian Americans. And then, you know, you have the Black Lives mo- Movement going on, you know, constantly. So I think it is really hard in the way that I I personally, you know, try to balance not really tagging another hashtag or what have you on social media is, you know, I really look into some of these articles look, that come out and try to like not be biased and really call it what it is. So for example, yeah, like this guy sex addiction, whatever, there's layers to this. But first and foremost, he is a white male terrorist. Um, and in America, you know, all the statistics that have come out is that white male terrorists are the biggest threat to America. And I only encourage people to stay educated to really if they listen to the media, if they are posting on social media, make sure what they're posting, why they're posting, make sure they're fact checking and all of that. And make sure you know that we're also realizing that um, the media consistently fails us. You know, and the media consistently always portrays these white terrorists as people that are having a bad day, Mm -hmm. um, misunderstood, but yet don't talk about the underfunding for mental health services or talk about the underfunding for some of these social services that would help anyone that really was going through a hard time. And yet, you know, yet we're funneling our money through, you know, police and gadgets and military and we're out here bombing this and that and not to get too crazy, right? But, um... That's kind of the big points that I I always try to, you know, drive is that we need to look at what the media is consistently doing and not get it twisted right and really call it what it is. And of course, you know, I hope that the families will find solace, which is hard to say even in, in that, because how do you find solace? So um, that's, I guess, my, my big thing that I kind of do. Yeah. Yeah. And I love how in the beginning you were just saying like how layered it is memes and even like your feelings behind it because you don't want to look performative but you're also asian so you want to say something about it but then you also have to think of like how often are we saying these about asian americans that have been murdered in the past you know when have we been bringing attention to these things before and i think it's it's even if if let's say for now like at this point moving forward it's going to be like oh i'm going to feature something Asian related on my podcast, or I'm going to talk about Asian subjects more to kind of like human, like, I don't mean humanize it, but like, I feel when people start hearing Asian stories and start seeing how much Asian people are really involved in our economy and our 
the way that we do things in America. And I think it starts to make it instead of just like another like, oh, this was like a Asian related hate crime, which is it's layered. It's it's on women. You know, it's that this that the fucking police system fucking fails us is that men have some fucking crazy ass idea that they have to fucking kill a woman because he can't sleep with her. It's just it's wild and it's quadruple layered. But I think by bringing that to attention and also like realizing how some of us don't feature those things too is uh, moving forward. I would say just like be more aware of all those things. Like Leslie said, like start fact checking and researching and things like that. But even for us, like we, we, we want to bring attention to it, but we also don't want to look performative. Like it's international women's month. And then like after March is over, like, okay, well fuck international women where it's like, (laughs) no, we want to feature international women all the time. Mm -hmm. And we want to feature Asian people all the time. Cause even when we did black history month, we're like, let's try to, you know, feature, be more intentional on featuring these things, but then also being like, well, yeah, well, let's feature this more often. Why mm-hmm. not? Because there's so much, yeah. there's so much there. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, it's not just how, like, people see Asians and portray Asians. I think it's deeply rooted in, like, Asian American culture where um, there's a lot of Asians out there who try to assimilate and try to kind of erase part of their Asian-ness, for lack of better words, just to fit in. Same. Like. You know, I mean, I know this is way in the 90s, but I'll never forget. I grew up speaking a lot of Vietnamese in my household because of my dad. And anytime I saw a Vietnamese person at school, predominantly it was like more Mexican population. But whenever there's like the one or two Vietnamese kids at school, I was like, cool, someone I can talk to in Vietnamese. One time I was talking to this kid in my class and he said, don't talk to me in Vietnamese. Like the kids are going to make fun of me. And I was like, what? Like, that didn't even cross my mind when I was that age Mm -hmm. you know it was like a second grader or something like that and for him to say that made me feel like like it just made me realize there's a sense of shame of being Asian because like I had mentioned I was bullied for being Asian so I get why he was afraid but that shouldn't even be part of our culture you know what Mm -hmm. I mean where we're afraid to be made fun of Mm -hmm. and so I think that too where um, even a lot of Asian people, I read some blogger, she made a post recently how she said she created a new name for herself and it sounded more Americanized because she didn't want to use her actual name that was Asian sounding. Mm. So there's a lot of deep layers within like our own Asian community too is I think if we embrace our culture more and not shy away from it, not be ashamed of it and also like try not to anglicize your name whether it be a Latino name or an Asian sounding name, like say it with your chest, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think oh. I've made so many years of of trying to anglicize my name so other people can just have an easier time with it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like kind of part of the problem too. You know what I mean? It's like for sure. So yeah, thanks for, you know, sharing your thoughts on that with me. I just felt like we needed to mention it. And um yeah, well, let's take a breath from that. No, <laughs> yeah, take a breath, take a drink, yeah, get some yeah. water. One last thing on that, I just, I was you hear, hearing you say that makes me also reflect on my own experience being Latino mm-hmm. because for me it was a lot of the same way. Like my my name is, I'll say on your podcast. Okay, I can bleep it don't out ta- too. <laughs> don't tell me. Well, no, it, you have to keep it because it's kind of like relevant to the thing. But it's okay. okay. You can keep it. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, but my name is Jorge, and. Uh, like that's very like 
that's you hear that you're like that's a fucking Mexican and <laughs> and I like when I moved to Kansas City I changed it to George because I wanted it to be more like I wanted to be more like ambiguous because I look very Asian and people like treated me different when they knew I was George than when I was Jorge oh. and it's it's like a type of like that's sad, so, yeah. it is sad but and I think it just reflects us as immigrants how uh, immigrant um uh, like our family are, mm-hmm. are immigrants in some way we have to assimilate yeah like and, and like that little kid telling you that you from now on like you trying to change your name like that's stuck like that's stuck that people are going to look at me weird and be like this fucking asian bitch or this fucking mexican bitch because of your name so you want to change that and i think as a little kid those are like those little things that we it stays with us you know yeah. because as a little kid yeah, dude, I used to say this fucking shit, which I'm very ashamed of. I'd be like, I'm not Mexican. I'm from England. And bitch, <laughs> let me tell you, I will tell you that every Thanksgiving, my family does not let it down because I come with the fucking, the fucking Mexica poncho and like, oh, so now you're indigenous when you're from England? I was like, first of all, <laughs> let me discover my own identity. Damn it. But wow. How we can relate. You being BIPOC and taking it from an Asian perspective and me being Latino, you know, I love how we can have that same shared experience and, yeah. and and have empathy for each other awesome so whew, take a breath and then you i think i mean hopefully you can breathe a lot better because you're recovering from <laughs> from rona like oh bitch oh my god I hope, we've been through some things in the last few months so. no we've been through it a couple of weeks ago yeah my roommate got rona and then he announced it to us and then he left <laughs> he announced and, it and he and left he, he announced it he's like all right, I'm gonna head out. And SpongeBob, <laughs> SpongeBob meme. meme. And he touched, sneezed, did something, and I touched my fucking eyeball, I guess. And I got it literally that night that he left. Oh no! Yes, yeah, no sense of smell, no sense of taste, cold chills, headaches, uh, being super fucking tired, being having headaches because you're starving because you haven't eaten, but also not wanting to eat because you can't taste anything. So you're just chewing on on nothing <laughs> on nothing, on nothing. and air and, and you can't smell your breath you can't smell your your own stink and you're just like so should I take a shower because I can't I can't move and it's just it was a mess but props yeah. to you you did you did an episode while you had Rona Bitch, you did the, the me, angios there's some, behind, there's some behind the scenes things I had to literally take pauses between oh, no. like saying things because like my eyes were like kind of burning and like my cousin <laughs> told me because she's a nurse she was yeah. like don't if you feel okay don't get up to do something and what did I do I was like oh I feel okay I'm gonna get up and do something and then I like had to take breaks and it was just very hard but I'm happy that the episode came out coherently and check it out angiosperms <laughs> yeah I learned out. a lot about plants and then Ooh, Leslie you yeah. came out unscathed you recently were vaccinated right <sighs> I was. What privilege? Yeah, I am one of the privileged ones, which hopefully everyone can jump on that bus very soon. Um, yeah, so as Jay mentioned, uh, he started developing symptoms pretty quick. And I, unbeknownst to me, because Jay did not announce this, like <laughs> our other roommate that was like, all right, guys. Also, she never asked. I haven't been out of my room for like nine days and she just didn't even bother to check up on but me. But shouldn't you tell her like, dead. shouldn't you Wait. tell her like, hey, I am, I might be dying in my room. So. Thank you. It's not memes. easy. It's not easy. To talk Thank to you, her. memes. I <laughs> feel like that would have been appropriate. So I would have been like, so what is it? Um, 
which, you know, you staying in your room for nine days straight is not any different than. (laughs) So don't. Anyway, so I didn't know. I didn't know that he was ill, but until way later, he was like, hey, you know, I went and got tested. I was nervous. Yes, I was, because I know there's variants out there. But however, as you mentioned, and as I mentioned, I got the vaccine and I'm doing well. I'm in the full immunity phase. Um, And I came out unscathed because they were touching every single door, every (laughs) knob. And of course, like on purpose I, or because they don't. No. No. <laughs> She's being so dramatic. No. She just because she her 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 area of domain, like where she she rules over, is the fucking kitchen. And because I had to make, because I couldn't starve myself to death, I had to. And because no one was offering to cook me anything while uh-huh. I was in my room dying, uh-huh. I had to cook. Mm-hmm. So that's what she means. Is that mm-hmm. I use the kitchen? Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I wasn't fucking rubbing my ass and fucking <laughs> the door handle. Bitch. So, so yeah. So, uh, the vaccines are effective kids. Obviously we tested it out here in our own home and, um, I'm glad Jay is feeling better. Um, and then I, you know, did not develop any form of symptom. Um, and I feel like I'm doing pretty well. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations on that. Congratulations. Yeah, and I I got my first shot yesterday, actually. I'm so excited. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I got it at a a drugstore, and, you know, I was scared. But, you know, it's like no matter how many stories you hear, every single person's Mm -hmm. different. For sure. Um, it didn't hurt going in. Well, that sounds weird. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. it didn't it didn't hurt when she administered the shot. Right. Uh, it was just like tiny, tiny little pinch. And then a few minutes later, I'm like, "Am I off balance because of my head injury, like a month ago, or am I like kind of feeling something, or am I like it's in my head?" Um, <laughs> but I I can't say it was dizzy. It wasn't really that. It just felt kind of like something's off. Yeah. Um, that wore off really quickly, and then. I'm like okay, I went home, and then later that day, I'm like, I kind of feel a headache coming on, like after like two hours, mm-hmm. and it feels like when you either don't drink enough caffeine or you had too much caffeine, it was like one of those headaches. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm like, is this like my brain injury headaches? Is this a not enough caffeine headache, or is this like the vaccine headache? I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. um, I think my temp went up to like 99, oh. and oh my which gosh. which isn't even like a real fever really uh-huh. um uh-huh. so then uh it kind of went down to like 98.8 um uh-huh. which still isn't really a fever either but it was like higher than normal body temperature for me right uh-huh. uh, and then I took a nap and then like my muscles felt like they were contracting like I worked out I'm like am I turning oh. into Hulk or something <laughs> like what's happening like <laughs> and then like after the nap head still hurt and then like today I woke up feeling normal except for a sore arm so I'm like it wasn't even that bad really right yeah now were you nervous because you had been reading just like things or you had like a, a relative or friends around you telling you like things or was it just the internet for you what were you scared of the I, chip? Um, I think <laughs> I'm afraid to feel pain and oh. to feel sick and to not feel good like I just don't like it. who wants to feel good like bad yeah. I mean yeah you know. yeah that's I mean, true. I don't mind a little pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, yeah. I guess I just didn't want to feel like out of commission. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, it didn't really feel, it just felt like one of my bad depressive, like, 
headache, <laughs> no cap, no coffee days. So I'm like, yeah, maybe a little worse than that. So it wasn't that bad at all. Um, and I did hear like a lot of things on the internet and like literally a friend of mine, she was like, I felt nothing except for a sore arm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, that's nice. So that's nice. Yeah. Well, girl, wait for the second one because I heard that one's that's the doozy. Oh, I heard about that. That's the doozy. Yeah, yeah. Final. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think like what you mentioned earlier is so 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 true. It's just everyone is so different. I think you know they can't really promise and say you will like experience a symptom, and they can't promise that you'll actually be the one in. A, a million that experiences an allergic reaction mm-hmm. so I think going in there like saying like really I am accepting every single outcome um yeah. and like you mentioned they the symptoms do last p- pretty like short they don't really go past the 24 hours um but I think everyone yeah is experiencing that the headaches from what I'm I'm hearing which you know yeah it, and I, I'm totally like I was over the hesitation I'm like you know what like what did they do for polio they had to come up with something and vaccinate people that way like let me tell I you mean, about polio yeah <laughs> in the spanish flu like, oh yeah dude yeah yeah yep, 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 so well i'm excited that you are on track for yeah. being vaccinated Yay. and getting the second vaccine and then being um you know immune to it and hopefully your body being receptive to it i hope that everyone like i said will soon be able to get on it because yeah. everyone needs to get vaccinated like let's yeah. go and hopefully we get to meet soon yeah and you, you know what video. like the hot Cheetos that I eat are probably worse for me than like a vaccine. So I'm like, you know what? Let's we'll just do it. Tell you all, about Takis. All the artificial, <laughs> if you go to the bag, there's 24 different types of like colors in the hot Cheetos. It's like, why? Why mm-hmm. is there 24 different colors? Mm-hmm. But, um, that's a good, that's a good <laughs> idea. That's a good idea to have behind that. That sounds like a new science episode for you guys. <laughs> the you know? science of why is there so many colors in hot cheetos? <laughs> well, people do love hot cheetos. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> let's get into our horror story. So, JJ, you have a hair background, do you? And tell me how this involves Leslie. What did you do to her? What did you What did you learn from this? So let's <laughs> let's hear it from you first. I've always have had an affinity for doing hair. I've been like kind of doing my own hair for a while because I started growing out my hair when I was, oh my God, like in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. So when I had to go get a haircut, I was very like, you're gonna cut like this, you're gonna do this and you're gonna do this. <laughs> and literally since like I, I could remember people always like, you should be a hairstylist because you know what you want and and boys make a lot of money, so you should do it. And I, that kind of just always stuck with me. So my friends always like trusted me with doing their hair. It started with those little um, box, things where you put the cap on and you like have a crochet needle and you oh, shove it no. in there. Um, I could never do those. I had I had a, a white friend, so you'll see, this is why. And <laughs> she wanted me to always do her highlights. So we would always do those. And um, one time my friend asked me to cut her hair with kitchen scissors <laughs> and I gave her really good bangs. It looked really cute. It looked really cute. We've all been and there. Then, and then like that kind of gave me a false sense of confidence. I was <laughs> like, I think I can do this. And I don't know why we decided to dye your hair. I don't know if you have that insight on why you even trusted me. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like we we you didn't like me enough to like be like, oh well, he says I should dye my hair. I should mm-hmm. listen to him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what exactly it was what yeah. about me. Was it my confidence? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe 
yeah yeah because I, I think you were just like it's really easy like seriously <laughs> like seriously i already i've already known how to do it for a long time i just need to do it on someone and i think at that point i didn't want to shell out a lot of money yeah or something and i really did want to change my hair mm -hmm. i wanted to do yeah. something that's it. usually like the number one like reason why people do their own hair which i don't i don't blame anybody you know it mm -hmm. is pricey yeah yeah and she had she had virgin hair so she didn't she's never done anything ever before so this was her first time and yeah i guess mm -hmm. me being more confident yeah, yeah you're like yeah we can definitely do it it'll be quick and i'll be like well okay i mean i don't want to spend this x amount of money he says he's done it and also <laughs> he has uh, a friend dashley um hey dashley that's um that does hairstyling as a uh job and as a job and he was like i already asked ashley if this is what i do and she said yes oh wait yeah. so this like, is before yeah. so you didn't even have any professional training no this was me like <laughs> um working as a server after i dropped out of art school like this was me just like wanting to be a hairstylist but not really knowing and i dyed my hair all the time when i was younger so i had red hair uh blonde hair half 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 blonde i don't know if you, you were in the emo scene thing so oh, remember yeah. how you used to have like the feathered the feather in the blonde where they put like white uh black stripes to make it look like oh, a feather yeah mm -hmm. that was me and i like to get to do those hairstyles i had to be very specific on like my friends helping me and me doing it because a fucking uh small town Kansas fucking barber is not going to know how to do an email hairstyle like bitch I would go in there to get haircuts for my long hair they made me look like a damn woman <laughs> I was like can you guys and like I it's it, to the point where I would have to go in and start taking chunks out of my hair because it looked oh, like fucking oh. uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the show on Nickelodeon called Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide I, I think that's a little too much of a of a of a dig for the kids but this is a little boy that hold on let me really quick let me show you um coconut head that's... dude like literally I'll, I'll send it to you but oh, that was like, it, like it looked like straight up bowl cut like oh, it no. was horrible dude and it it's was just cute. it was not cute but anyway so then Leslie was like well I want to what was the trend balayage no, Bal ombre 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 was this was <laughs> when ombre was I think a, yeah a it thing. was a summer like like a tr tr trendy upon trendy and then I was like okay well it's just a gradient you yeah. just you know you get you feather on top and it gets heavier on the bottom i was like that's easy and i know with bleach it heats up and the reason that it heats up is because it's like stripping the color from your hair so i was like okay well it's not producing enough heat <laughs> let's put your foiled hair i just don't want to say it you should because that was actually very traumatic i was like do i stay here what did you do i, I turned on the heater and i put her hair on the <laughs> on the vent and I put a <laughs> towel over her head and I left the heater on. And I was like, how long do I stay here? Because this is very uncomfortable. He's like, you have to stay oh here. Oh my God. Wow. And at that point, I kind of knew like, I think he's fucking up. <laughs> I don't think he At knows. that moment, I knew I fucked up. In that moment, I was like, I'm literally, who knows? I'm gonna die. Yeah, who knows oh. what this will turn oh. out like, but it was too late. <laughs> Oh my god, it's too, too late. late. Yeah. When I was in that vent, uh, it was too late. <laughs> it was too late. And let's just say I wait was a minute, wait a minute. Was it even winter? To no, even have the heater on or you know, I think it was winter. Was it winter? Because you came to visit. I came to visit. I thought it was summer. 
Okay, I just wanted to see if you were like or in a heater. With well, them. actually, means funny story. I'm infamously known as not having the heater on and leaving the windows open on in the winter, okay. and that's kind. That's my that's my mo. The worst. <laughs> Leslie's triggered because mm-hmm. she had to live with it. But um, no, but it, and it it was forty volume. So if the kids know out there, which have you you've had hairstylists on here, have they ever explained like ten thirty whatever? I forget. I think ten is like it doesn't pull as much. I'm not a hairstylist, yeah. but I used to do like bootleg jobs on myself. So. so um, Pretty much it's the concentration of the 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 ingredient that makes it lighten, like the mm-hmm. alpha hydroxide, the alpha hydroxide, bitch, AHA. No, it's like fucking some fucking chemical. And the 10 lifts it barely. So that's more for like depositing color and then 20, 30, 40. So obviously 40 being like, bitch, I'm going to fucking open this cuticle and I'm going <laughs> to drain this hair of every possible life and leave a blonde Basically, skeleton. it means it's strong, huh? very strong so you put that on top of heat that's kind of like a recipe for disaster (laughs) and um so her hair came out um a little fried Mm -hmm. and this was before i knew how to cut i didn't cut your hair no no because i don't think i why didn't we cut your hair (laughs) anyway it damaged it it was bleached it was dry and it was crunchy munchy not cute oh no anything you want to say about your experience after it was done. Do you remember or did you block it out? I think I blocked it out because I think I did. I did. I think I did wear the ombre because after a while, like I've kind of always had luck with my hair. I think like it didn't look really, really, really bad. But it, it probably I just, felt like, didn't nasty. know that it was damaged. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like when I would look at the bottom, I was like, ooh, like this is yeah. not like i think it's bad and, i think it needs to be cut off and because she had virgin hair she wasn't used to using products so when you bleach her hair you have to keep it oiled keep it moisturized because it's going to break off so yeah i think what happened was that after i bleached it it was it was okay mm-hmm. and i mean i think we trimmed a little bit of the end ends you know to get to get the dead off but i think as as the months progressed it got worse and worse because it just kept splitting 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 yeah and by that time i was already in cosmetology school so then i was like okay well now if you want i can take you because she was like a yellow Mm -hmm. like a yellowish color because that was like the thing it's like to have brown golden ombre Mm -hmm. like that was like the hot phase and then and then we discovered toners and Mm -hmm. then i took her to full like uh full blonde so so before the toner she must have probably been like a really orange like orangey yellow yes yeah yeah it was yeah which at that which people I had no friends memes because no one fucking was like, that shit looks like trash. Everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is so, but it, this is so cute because uh, Jay, as mentioned, you know, I had never done anything to my hair. So I think all my friends seen anything done different. to my, like different was like, oh, this like pulls out, you know, your skin color and your eyes yeah. or what have you. But straight up, fuck you guys, because it did <laughs> not look good. And now that I think about it, I was like, it is, it was that orangey and I really tried to play it off. So that's how, you know, I really had no friends. So no. at the time, do you feel like it was cute though? Like you yes. probably, okay. So, well, that's not too bad though. I no, mean- I didn't do a bad job. I just, I compromised the integrity of the hair mm-hmm. or the look. Mm-hmm. And being in cosmetology school, that's where things changed. So what did you learn from frying leslie's hair and then at this time you are now like in cosmetology school so i mean what did what lessons do you take from this and what would you tell other people about doing their own hair i learned to respect the hair 
to respect that it is like something that needs to be cared for and not just something you can throw bleach on because my hair is very coarse and can take a lot. So I'm infamous in my cosmetology school because I had lightener on my hair for like two hours because I was like, I can handle it because I was trying to go white and I have black hair. Mm -hmm. So that is a process. And I wasn't willing to accept that process. And I wasn't willing to like, like respect my hair to do that. So I was like, you know what? Fuck that bitch. I'm just going to fry it off because it's already long. I can use a haircut, whatever. And once I got further into cosmetology school, I learned that like, oh damn, like this can fall out. Like this needs to be like maintained. (laughs) Like, I have to be careful. I can't just fucking throw heat on this. I have to watch it. I have to, like, do all these things. And I just learned, honestly, how to really, like, see it as not a living fucking thing, but kind of how you see your skin and skincare and stuff. I really saw it as an extension of taking care of my skin. That's and, a good point. Oh. Yeah. And then when I dyed her hair, I gave her this. That's when you really started using products because mm-hmm. you had no choice but to use products yeah to maintain the platinum yeah yeah yeah, yeah. because it was a platinum blonde so Mm -hmm. we took her to like straight platinum but people loved it on her birthday she had white on she was tan she looked (laughs) she looked pretty yeah it It was was definitely a look i was i was feeling myself back in back in my day yeah (laughs) and then i think i think that can go a long way if you're if you're putting out that confidence with fried hair like (laughs) you you know, damn, she just read you, bitch. Just looking, okay. No, but I'm, what I'm saying is like confidence really matters. Like, if you feel yeah. good about it, then nothing else matters. You know what I that's mean? That's true. No, yeah, that's true. no one's gonna know. No, yeah. no one's gonna no know. One's gonna know. <laughs> no, and then like, <laughs> how are they gonna know? And then as as it went on, um, we decided to go even more blonde. So then, as I got better, like. It was literally like an evolution of her hair was an evolution of how better I got as a stylist because then from plat from being all platinum we went to you know shadow root with white a uh, silver hair and she looked I think she looked good <laughs> I we both at the moment think it looked really good and I don't know I feel like when you look back hindsight is really twenty twenty because yeah, then you're like is should I have done that. And yeah. trend, trends are different before too. So it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, this is where once again, I was like, did I have any friends? Because <laughs> I have like, um, it was during the summer. And at that time, I think I had like a lifeguard job. So my skin went from being super, super bronzed, like golden. And then I'm like lighter, lighter complected where I was like, looking back, this is where I was like, I don't think that looked good. Like no one told me like, are you? Are you sure? Are you sick? Are you sick? <laughs> like, when are you going to do something? Like, are you going to fix this? Mm-hmm. And I think me and Jay were just in our own world that he was getting better at hair. And when you change your hair, as we we all know, it almost changes your face or your look. It's so true. I was, Completely. So I was out here serving you different faces. And I'm just yeah. like, out here like, oh, okay, feeling myself. But I'm just like, I think now, now really looking back, I probably should have skipped some of that dye some of those some of those styles because now you know it's just the maintenance for my hair and um just making making sure that it stays nice now yeah yeah and then after that it and then like after like our little our trend fiasco then we're like let's just grow it out Mm -hmm. let's just do like light highlights not like a lot like but just enough because she still had blonde and she wasn't gonna chop it off bald so we had to connect (laughs) it 
you know, we had to connect the the grown out part with the blonde. And then after that, it just kind of kept getting lighter and just did its own thing. And mm-hmm. now we're debating, what do we do now? Yeah. What is next? What's next? In Leslie's, yeah. uh, like, hair, hair, hair journey. Hair journey. Who mm-hmm. knows? I'm not sure. Um, I think we need to do, um, I have split ends on my hair, which of course oh. is a cost of, of, of my journey. <laughs> um, so I think we probably just need to cut it and see what's next. But does that, Jay still do your hair? Yes, he is the only one that does my hair, which you think I, after all the times, <laughs> right? I'd be like, fuck him. Um, there was only one time that I went to someone else or like maybe twice to get like a haircut. And then another time was to maintain the platinum that I had that we mentioned earlier. And let me tell you, I spent so much money. I was bamboozled, appalled. I was like, is this really how much? And since then, I think that's when I was like, I could never do this to my hair again. Like I'm bleaching it, I'm destroying it. And it's really hard to maintain. And I'm shelling up this much money. I'm sorry. That's not yeah. the life I want to live. Yeah. And even <laughs> as, as a common person to maintain. A common person. <laughs> as a peasant. As a peasant. <laughs> uh, but as not nobility. No, no, but like as someone who isn't a stylist. So I have access to things that are discounted. Like I have access to products that other people don't. So I'm able to maintain white hair a lot easier than someone who would go to a regular stylist mm-hmm. because yeah to do a partial highlight memes people charge two hundred dollars mm-hmm. and like this bitch i did her whole head this mm-hmm. wasn't partial like this was from fucking head to the back of her back hair yeah. like we were we were out here and uh you have to get silver shampoo you have to get toners you have to mm-hmm. there's so many things that you have to do to maintain it that People don't realize that when they get into the chair and they say, I want to go blonde or I want to mm-hmm. go white. It's like, do you understand that your hair is dead? <laughs> first, and of then, first, first of all, it's dead. And then not, not only that, you're, on top of that, you're throwing bleach that's going to make it like very fragile and you strain your hair every day. Oh. There's no way that, that and you wash your hair every day. There's no way this is this is not going to happen. You will not recover. And, and I don't think people understand the like the maintenance that goes into it Mm -hmm. um and i think being younger and doing her hair i didn't understand Mm -hmm. what with sorry (laughs) she's physically attacking me right now no but um i didn't understand that and giving advice to people who want to do their hair just be honest with yourself and be like do i even maintain my hair Mm-hmm. do yeah. i just keep it in a bun am i am i do do i have money first of all first start off do you have money because not only that you can't be using fucking what's that you can't be using like dial soap like to wash your hair <laughs> bitch spring like irish. spring irish the fucking six in one wash you can't be using that on 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 you need no, to get you, can't. you need to get professional it's an investment hair. it's an investment yes. because i'm i'm gonna give you all some tea on the on the industry is that our shampoo is like half the price of what they charge you so if they're charging you $30 for shampoo they probably pay $10 to $15 for that shampoo mm-hmm. and I can get $10 $15 shampoo so I can have all the fancy shampoos but you if you want to go to someone you have to pay that extra price and it's just yeah to be honest it's really not worth it and mm-hmm. you just have to be honest with your limitations and not follow trends because then that's how you end up having fried hair that because leslie had hair past her butt and it that's took funny, it right? what you took it all the way up to your shoulders i know i think it was like my boobs yeah because it was fried yeah no yeah it means i used to have very very long hair mm-hmm. mostly because 
if you guys go listen to our other episode of what is even beauty, I mentioned that I had strict Mexican parents and they didn't want me to do anything to my hair. Uh, okay. so for, yeah. So for a very long time, all through high school, my hair was super long. It was really pretty. Now that I look back, I just didn't know how to appreciate it, which. Or do it. Or do it, which it happens. Yeah. You know, you, you learn as you go. And so, um, I've never been able to grow, obviously, my hair that long ever again because it's, it <laughs> it's has Jay's been damaged. Jay, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's never gotten past, like, I think, yeah, and even close to, like, my butt. Mm-hmm. Like, it just hasn't, and it won't. And RIP, we lived a good life. But, like, I just, yeah, what Jay says, you have to know your limitations. And I think, you know, the cool thing about Jay saying this out loud and saying like he learned to respect the hair and learned to really be like what is really possible actually has helped me be very realistic with what I want to do with my hair um because as you both mentioned you know in terms of like trends we see them so we're like oh that would probably look cute right Mm -hmm. but we never know like the the full like background of what it takes and so Jay really you know having an art for that has been able to explain and tell me like Leslie let me tell you right now it is not going to work. Like, this is what yeah. you know, it might look like, but X, Y, and yeah. Z. And I'm like, okay, well, probably don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not the nice hairstylist. I'm very much like, you don't spend anything on your hair. Why would you, why would you go blonde? You mm-hmm. don't even have conditioner. Yeah, like, I, I think there's like a few good points that you bring up. Like, mm-hmm. well, one, first of all, I feel like, I like that you said you're respecting the hair. You're respecting that there are limitations and you can't just go from dark to light in like one session and I think it's really important to call out that people who are like super dark black hair and then they they show a picture usually you see this on like Facebook or something they're like is there a hairstylist that can take me like platinum blonde in like one session and doesn't cost a lot you're like what no it's like there's also that respect for the schooling that the stylist has to go through because they go to school for a reason yeah. You learn all the chemical and, you know, I don't even know what they do, but it's you go to school for a reason to become that professional. So another aspect is kind of like what I'm hearing, too, is like going to a salon does cost money and it can be a lot. And some places charge more than others, but also too like you're also paying for like their professional schooling that they've gone through. their high quality products that, you know, that's not going to be a box dye. But also, yeah, but I also like that, you know, like you said, if you're going to go blonde, then you're going to know you're going to have to put maintenance in that. And I think those are all like really good points, too. Yeah. And, you know, to go with like how on our What is Beauty podcast, we talk about Eurocentric beauty and people show like literally like I have all the time Asian girls, Mexican girls with the darkest, blackest hair. Show me this white girl and say, I want to do this. And it's like we can't you know that we're going to have to do this more than once and we're going to have to cut your hair because by the time we've bleached your hair the second time, we will have no choice but to cut your hair. Yeah. We can't see these hairstyles, like how we were talking on our What is Beauty podcast, um, <laughs> how people show you pictures of Kim Kardashian want to look like her. It's like, bitch, you're not going to look like that. <laughs> bitch, you don't have millions of dollars. Stop you it. You don't have millions of dollars. and That is money. <laughs> and, and Kim has her hairstylist go to her house, bitch, and fucking do her hair. And you know, and they, a lot of people him. have wigs too that, our blonde wigs or and you know what that is that's what i'm gonna say if you're gonna spend over 500 dollars on doing your hair maintenance bitch get a fucking wig mm-hmm. get well, a, a lot wig. of people do a lot of celebrities do supposedly um my friend posted like a tiktok of billy eilish's hair transformation and 
how people were like, well, how did she go from black and green to blonde? And apparently it was like a wig most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like Billie Eilish is super young that she probably, yeah, she played you all. That is a wig. (laughs) And um, do you follow Jackie Ina? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I'm really bad with people's names. Oh, that, uh, she's a she's a makeup artist on YouTube. Um, but she's really cool. She's really popular. But she she uh rocks different hairstyles all the time because she has a wig, mm-hmm. um, well multiple. And people in her comments were like saying like, well, why don't you dye your rear hair? And she was just like, first of all, if I can change my hair color with a wig, why the fuck would I go through the maintenance to dye my hair, damage my hair, have to take extra care of it just so I can have one hairstyle when I can just braid my hair and put on a wig yeah and it's just like wait but you're right like mm-hmm. should i get a wig <laughs> yeah like, and then too like i think a lot of celebrities too connect when they transform their actual natural hair they're just like wear a wig as they're going through that process of bleaching multiple times and mm-hmm. stuff like that so it's like you never know like i just assume they have money and you can't go from platinum to black like in one sitting you no. can't you can't like, more of the story by wig <laughs> I would, I would love a wig, but you know, I get so sweaty and I'm like, I feel like I would sweat. Let me see. Yeah. Let me, tell you. me too. Yeah, you're sweaty. I, I sweat a lot. I'm a sweater. So, because <laughs> Jay's like, you should get a wig because he's always mentioned that I should try going somewhat reddish. Mm-hmm. And I, I've never wanted yeah, to. Because she, she has, she's like, wears, uh, has like gold, uh, like not gold, but warm uh, undertones. So I think if she had, cause we, I gave her this like um, temporary like hair conditioning color that was like rose gold. Mm-hmm. She got compliments. I did, I did. But yeah, red's pretty. I remember just... people are fake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't forget. Seriously, don't I've forget. No, don't forget. I, I've had no friends. Don't forget. Just cause they say it looks good, <laughs> it looks good. You know, I uh, red is super hard to get out to. So if you do decide, um, you should probably stick with red for a while, cause uh, yeah, yeah. It, no, it, I think it, I think it's more like chestnut or like um like auburn like more more that not like you know like fucking little mermaid red little mermaid red oh my gosh i'm so ready for that little mermaid movie no you know too what i've wanted to try speaking of wigs i've been wanting like those instagram like hair like you know the long ponytails and stuff like that but i'm kind of like you know what ariana well actually means leslie has a long hair ponytail is it good what's it from it's from a Bellini, Bella, Bellini extensions. Bellamy. Bellamy. Do you remember when Bellamy extensions were a big thing? Do you remember that? No. <laughs> oh my god. This is like I never heard. Of like, it. Uh, can we move on? No. Okay. Never mind. But anyway, yeah, she has is a ponytail. Good? She has is a ponytail real? extension that doesn't match her hair. But doesn't match my hair. But yeah, no, dude, ponytails. Oh my god. Like the only reason I'm growing out my hair is to put it in the ponytail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like no matter how long my hair gets, I can't slick it back enough like where it's perfect and I heard like I heard that that what is it gorilla moco stuff like <laughs> oh yeah I mean don't say don't say gorilla because then people are gonna fucking look up gorilla glue no I think it's just called moco moco gel <laughs> it has a gorilla on oh gorilla moco wait Let me see. okay moco? let's check this out okay gorilla it's called oh, yeah. moco the gorilla moco, moco, de... moco the gorilla <laughs> moco the gorilla Punk squeeze, dude. That is what I my heard. That is. stuff works, and it slicks your. I really want to try that to get like a slick ponytail. But my hair's okay. My my stylist, she's. We laugh every time she gives me a trim because last year during quarantine, I for whatever reason I uh, wanted to play with clippers and gave myself like an undercut. Uh-huh. And so now that's growing out, and it's super weird underneath. Like 
basically it just it's just weird no an- another thing undercuts also very trendy and or shaving the side of your head and that is a fucking bitch to grow <laughs> yes, out. So Let me stupid, tell yes. you. The grow up process is stupid because oh. every time she sees me, she's like, I just want to cut your hair into a bob already. But I know you're getting married this year. So we're trying to keep your length. <laughs> but- See, and these are things you have to consider when you, yeah. when you do these trendy hairstyles is like, wait, what am I going to do afterwards? Yeah, I guess I didn't plan on getting married. Well, I did. But I was like, <laughs> I was just planning on waiting longer I guess uh-huh. <laughs> girl saying <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm just like poking fun at my fiance but um yeah sh- I think I definitely want to get some real hair well that's not mine and clip it in for my wedding because mm-hmm. like I want some nice you know long hair no for sure yeah girl get it Leslie you've obviously have overcome your trauma of Jay's work on your hair and you now trust him again. <laughs> Overcome is a strong word. <laughs> trust is also a very strong word. Yes. Um, yes, because you know, I like I mentioned, Jay is the one that has done my hair for the majority of my hair journey, other than one or two individuals. Um that shall not be named. That shall not be named. But Jay um knows my style pretty well, so he always kind of knows what I should be going for and whatnot. So I would say I do trust him pretty well for if I would decide to change it up again, that he'd be really realistic with me. And I don't think I'm, I'm as wanting to be super trendy with my hair and doing like the impossible just cause now I've had to live through my hair, not just really wanting to grow out. Like I really love long hair and, um, it just hasn't grown out to the length that I've wanted it to because it just keeps like splitting at the ends and it really is a product of all the times that I have dyed it and way 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 back so um so now I don't think that I would do anything crazy and I think Jay would be like hey Leslie like remember like you do want your length so should we even do this so he's pretty honest like I think he he's really realistic with his like clients and more so I really do benefit from him having the discounted prices on stuff because it does help me maintain my hair now and really take care of it so yeah I would say I I do trust him and he does listen to me more than what he used to before when I'd be like this is hot like this is hurting and he'd be like now that's fine Um, (laughs) he's like it's supposed to and I'm like excuse me and now I think he's very just because he's learned, you know, and he has tons of experience now that he really does put into practice, you know, just being conscious of what he's doing. And like he's mentioned throughout the the episode, really respecting the hair, you know, because our hair, depending on who you are, uh, can have a lot of significance. Yeah. And, and with your journey of like just wanting it to grow out again, I've never had long hair and I've always wanted to, but same with her, I would dye it and I have to grow it out. Then I dye it again. And I have to grow it out to TV even. And now I'm on the journey of like growing it out too, because I just learned there's so much significance because I'm on a journey to decolonize a lot of the things that I've like grown up with. And that's part of realizing that half of my culture like is indigenous and I really want to bring more attention to that and I know a lot of indigenous people see their hair as something sacred as an extension of your thoughts as an extension of you and I kind of want to explore that even more and just leave my hair alone just leave the bitch alone let her live and just keep her moisturized yeah just keep oiled up oiled up yeah I I love good hair oil (laughs) I think um you guys also bring up a good point is that as a client as a person receiving hair services to be realistic about 
like what you're receiving and to really listen to your hair professional and to really be aware of, hey, am I going to maintenance this haircut or this hair color? Mm -hmm. So I think that's a good point, like for clients to come in with knowing what to expect too. So Yeah. And definitely a red flag for people. If you go see a hairstylist that you say, I want to do this. And they're like, okay, like there should always be some sort of conversation on like, pretty much, are you sure? That always needs <laughs> yeah. to be a conversation because even me getting tattoos, um, I say that because when I got when I when I got my tattoo, I got consultations for people that were like, yeah, I can do it. Yeah, I can do it. And I went to this girl that was like, I could, but let me tell you what's going to happen if I do it that small. Or let me tell you how over time that's not going to look very nice. And when I ran into her, I was like, I want her. I want yeah. her to do my tattoos because she's thinking about it in a realistic way. And she's just not trying to make money. She's trying to respect the tattoo and the integrity of the tattoo. You really and care about the client. Exactly. And that goes for any any of you. Like if you try to get some sort of consultation with anything, they should always be concerned with, you know, the integrity of, of whatever you're asking for. Exactly. Not just a yes man. That's a good point. Thank you. Welcome. So if I were, you know, listening to this podcast and I wanted to find you all on homo and training, like where could we find you? What's your Instagram? Tell me everything. Yeah. So we are at homo and training on Instagram and um, we're also on Spotify and Apple and all the major platforms that you listen to any of your episodes. We really encourage everyone to take a look at our Instagram because we'll have our link tree there that will also take you to our, our episodes, our podcasts and our playlists. Um, yeah. And our Instagram is really cool because every week that we post is related to the episode. So um, Memes was saying how she learned a lot about flowers on, on uh, plants on my last episode. If you go to the Instagram, I go more in depth about what I talked about in the episode. Mm -hmm. So please check out the Instagram. It's not like we just post about the episode. We always we always post like extra information, our playlist, show you more things like that and try to be more interactive. So DM us. We love talking to people For sure. and collaborating. For sure. So any of Memes 100 podcast friends want to collaborate with us, we're fun. <laughs> we're funny. Memes can attest. Memes can attest. She's laughed one yeah, or two I've times. I've laughed a few times. <laughs> She's chuckled. Yeah, and and I I say this about a lot of podcasts that I listen to, but you guys do feel like feel like friends. You know, so like if you're lonely, then listen to them. Like I've I think I said this and <laughs> You know, because it'll feel like you have friends. Yeah, yeah, if this quarantina is treating you just not well at the end, we're at the end of it, I think, just head on over. Yeah, head I mean, over. While, while you're doing your self-care, you're cleaning, sweeping, because we're all clean because we're all at home, uh -huh. listen to us. We're fun. We joke around. We curse a lot. It's very lax. It's not like, today we're going to be talking about me. <laughs> oh, no, where did that voice come from? Well, actually, I do. Okay, was, I, that was that George? Was that George? I yeah. I love making voices. Like let me tell you, it's like I'm a voice guy. So you know, it is called homo and training, but you don't have to be in the LGBTQ, you know, community. You don't have to be gay to listen to your podcast, and that's another thing that I really like too. Thank you, and that's something that we pride ourselves on. Is like we we are we're unapologetically in the queer community. But we're not just like making content that is like, oh, well, all they do is talk about things that I can't relate to because we there's there's already podcasts that do that. So what we want to do is show you that queer people have are multifaceted and multidimensional and 
are are more than just like dick jokes and and ochre and and ochre. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes, that is in there. Yeah, we ochre. Yes, yes, but we're also cultured. Sabadika, you know, bitch. We out here speaking Thai. We're good. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for pointing that out, memes. Yeah, I think it's um, important because some people might feel left out just because of the name. Uh, but that, like Jay just mentioned, it just goes to show that we we really do have very like um, complex conversations on whatever. So if you're thinking about whatever. something, we probably already talked about it. Exactly. There is there is a couple of thirty episodes that y'all can find one. Find for sure. One. And if you need some therapy and some maturity and growth, like there's a lot of emotionally mature lessons that i've learned from you all that i try to implement in my daily life so take a listen uh, thank you for stopping by virtually and yeah. we'll uh, see you around thanks yeah, memes. thanks bye. for having us thank we, you so much you're awesome Woo. bye yeah.